Series 8. Series 8. Series 8. Series 8. Series 8. Series 8. <laughs> Welcome to another episode and a new series of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Ollie. And I'm Liam. And for those that don't know, or if we've got any new listeners to this series, each episode we take a topic that we don't know very much about at all, and we give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea being, we do the hard work, and then we share what we feel are the most important pieces of information with you, our listeners. That is exactly what we do, and so everybody knows we are not experts in anything that we talk about on the pod. This is just a summary of our findings. Hopefully, by sharing some knowledge with you all, we can all learn a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Yeah, buddy. Let's get straight to it then. As you probably know, this week's episode is all about Army Hearties. It be pirates. All right, Ollie, we're back. Series eight. Series thought, eight. Who would have thought we'd have eight series of a podcast that we started during lockdown two years How ago? How exciting. How exciting. Thanks for all the messages that we've had over the last couple of weeks of people saying that they were missing us and wanted us to come back. Uh, yeah, we love getting those messages through. So thank you very much. Yeah, we debated whether to bother coming back or not, but we really knew we were going to, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Never in doubt. Never in doubt. But yeah, we're back. We're back here. Had a little bit of time off in between, and now we're we're straight back into it with, I think, quite an interesting topic to start off Series 8 in Pirates. Everyone knows what we normally do is we'll start by saying, what is it that you know about the topic before you got into it? Yeah, Pirates, This so I say this often though, don't I? This does sum up the podcast. Everybody knows what a pirate is, don't they? But who knows actually anything about a pirate? Like, no one, surely. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, what did I know about pirates before we started? Probably the same thing everybody else does. They wear an eye patch, they've got hooks, they've got peg legs, they walk the plank, they talk like they're from pirates, don't they? And they, yeah, they do. Rum, and they steal off other ships and uh, they've got a parrot. I don't know. What else? <laughs> uh, they make people walk the plank. Yeah. They, um, yeah, pretty ruthless. They yeah, yeah board other ships and and steal stuff and then they bury their treasure somewhere. Oh yeah, got the maps with the crosses. They got those curly swords that yeah. they have. Um, they get pieces of eight on their booty, don't they? <laughs> yeah, in a treasure chest. It all is. those things like they, they must all be real, right? So that's what we tried to learn this week. How real is all of that stuff? Well, I I'd, I'd say to the the listeners, hang fire. Not everything that we've just said there turns out to be quite right, does it? Not everything. I'm I'm not sure any of that is that. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I'm not 100% sure any of that's true. <laughs> but let's crack into it then. So yeah, pirates. Pirates this week. So what is a pirate then? Yeah. Um, pirates and like the, the profession of pirates, it's been around for forever, really. And apparently it dates back to like shortly after the ship was invented and people started traveling, traveling on ships with some sort of valuable goods, there's always been other people there looking to steal it and take it off them. So piracy and pirates have been around for forever, really, haven't they? Yeah, there's a clay tablet somewhere that 
that dates back to 1350 BC. That's like 3,000, what, like 300 and something years ago. Uh, the evidence is piracy taking place. But like you said, yeah. basically, as, as long as there's been ships and people have been floating around on the sea, someone else has been trying to steal off those ships. Um, yeah. yeah, pirates typically operate by attacking and plundering ships, coastal towns and other vessels for their valuable cargo, money or resources. And they operate outside the jurisdiction of any particular government or authority. Yeah, that's important. So yeah, they're, they're like lawless, aren't they? They're, mm-hmm. they're going around they're seeing something of value that they want to take and they just think right i'm going to take that and the way that they would do it pirates so it's on the sea so they're boarding another ship usually it was you know quite a a bloodshed moment when they would then go on the ship and they'd either murder the people on the other ship or they would then sell them off for slavery or they would then keep the people um as a ransom so yeah it was you know a really yeah, very violent uh, choice of career that people would then go into, but the riches and the rewards for it could be really high. Have you got an actual definition of the word pirate, like an actual definition? Well, mine's mine's more around like piracy rather than pirates, but I've got so piracy, so any robbery or violent action for private ends, so that's for themselves, without the authorization of a public authority and it's committed at seas outside the jurisdiction of any law or state. Okay, and the word pirate, do you know the etymology of the word pirate? Yeah, I got into that a little bit, but you say it. It comes from the Latin term pirata, uh, which in turn came from the Greek word pirates. And both the Latin and the Greek terms refer to a sea robber or one who attacks ships. Uh, And then it turned into the word pirate eventually. Yeah. And if, if you go back to, to Roman times, even Julius Caesar was apparently uh, kidnapped at one point by pirates and then managed to escape. But yeah, so pirates and piracy has been going around for a very long time. But what we're talking about today has been termed as the, the golden age of piracy, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it makes it sound like a really nice thing. Um <laughs> But yeah, there was a point in time in history, well, actually, when it was 16, about six, these dates were a bit up for debate as well, but about 1650 to about the early 1700s, about 1720. So those sort of 70 years in there was when piracy was at its peak, if you like, and it was happening all over the shop. And uh, yeah, it's been termed the golden age of piracy, which makes out like it's a lovely, noble time. They were like, <laughs> wait, I was part of the golden age, but... I'm not sure it was fun if you would drive around on a ship that was taking like something valuable from one place no, to another. No, not at all. But that that whole period there is that 1650 to 1720, the golden age, is what we think of. It's what I'm sure in people's minds now they're going to when they think of pirates and yeah. Yeah. Jack Sparrow and, and all of that. That's sort of the, the time that we're talking about and the ones that we're focusing on today. And um it was it was, took place like around the Caribbean. You know, we got the term pirates of the Caribbean. It was all around the Caribbean, all those islands around the Caribbean, along like the east coast of America. Basically, gen- generally in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. So between like America and then Europe and Africa, like all on the coast along Africa and like the west side of Europe, like Spain and Portugal, like those sorts of places is where this was happening. Um, why did it become so prevalent though at that time? Because we said it was happening like 3,000 years ago, but now we're talking about like 200 years ago. Yeah. Is there so, a reason why it was so such a big 
big thing then. So that it, it was partly due to like trade, trade and international trade opening up and more boats being on the water and more opportunity to then go yeah. and, and steal from them. So we've done our whole yeah container shipping one and also it links back even I I think to maybe the the stock exchange and the stock market um where ships then went abroad and stuff. But anyway, so it, there was a, a big rise in the number of ships that were around and then that meant that there was a, a big rise in the quantities of valuable cargo that was then there for the taking. Yeah. There was there was also that the um the British Navy they um, they were throwing some people out of the Navy and, and those people who had been trained to work at sea were then thinking, well, what could I then do with these skills that I've acquired? I could maybe then go and be a pirate. Um, yeah. And then the, other, the, the third other thing that I was reading around is around that there were some corrupt and ineffective governments in some of the European colony, colonies in and around the Caribbean and some other places. So it all sort of seemed to culminate in this sort of perfect storm. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they over time they developed what, like safe havens, didn't they? Pirate strongholds, like like ports where yeah. it was it was all right for them to go, and they knew that you know they would be safe there. Uh, they could sort of you know rest, recuperate, restock their ships to go again. And you know, like you're saying, over all that time, all these different ports: Tortuga, Port Royal in Jamaica, Nassau. I don't know how to say that word: Nassau or Nassau in the Bahamas, like these sorts of places, they, they developed into like, they made it easier for pirates to be about. And that sort of happened around this time as well. And these, this time that we're talking about, the pirates in this era, in this era were mainly Welsh or English. They were Dutch, Irish or French origin. Um, and so the French and the Spanish, they'd been quite productive in going over and um, taking over parts of the Caribbean previously, and there were ships that were going back and forth. And then, yeah, the English, Dutch, Irish, and Welsh would come along and then steal a lot of it as well. Okay, so we've used the word pirate, though. So one of the first things I, I, I looked at was, what about the word buccaneer? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Isn't that a pirate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one pirate, that come isn't along, isn't it? Isn't it the Tampa Bay buccaneers? Like, their, their flag, their... They're buccaneers, aren't they? The, um, the yeah, they're basically pirates, aren't they? So it's interesting though, because pirate, like uh, on their ship, the food and what they would have. And we'll talk about this a bit later on, but they used to have like um, smoked meat, you know, so it would last a long time. And they'd go to they'd go to the Caribbean, and there'd be people there that, who would smoke their meat, and they would hunt the food and smoke it, and then the pirates could buy the food. That those people were called boucan. Uh, it's in French, so I'm going to get it wrong. Boucanier. Okay, I'm, just, I'm just the same word, just looking slightly different. B o u c a n i e r. Boucanier. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, it meant that they they would smoke their, the meat, and they would be called the boucons, and they would smoke the meat. Uh, but then eventually, what they realised was instead of selling this smoked meat to the pirates that came into port, it'd be easier if they just robbed the pirates because the pirates always got loads of stuff. <laughs> So these people who were essentially like chefs and hunters at one point who prepared the meat for the pirates just started becoming pirates themselves by robbing the pirates. Yeah, and then that word bukan, which meant to smoke or preserve, they sort of like a bar. They became barbecuers. That was another word where it picked up from there. Uh, they became called buccaneers. Yeah, and I like that. That's good. That yeah, where the etymology of buccaneer. And then the the other word that is sometimes mentioned as well around pirates is a privateer, and the difference being with privateer so these are people 
who are on a ship. They go around, they steal and rob and cause havoc, just like pirates do, apart from they've been commissioned by a government to do it. So yeah. the government want to gain reparations or, or to get someone back like during peacetime, really. They want to get a ship back or, you know, cause some harm onto another country. And so they'd pay these, these people to go out and be privateers to go and steal and rob and come back with things. Basically like a black ops team. If yeah. you think about like films and stuff like that, like we're going to pay the, you guys to go and do it. We're going to pretend we didn't pay you. You can go and be a pirate all you like. Just don't smash up our ships. Go and smash up the Spanish ships or whatever, whoever, I don't know, whatever it be. Yeah. Go, and be a, go and do your pirate stuff. Just don't do it to us. Yeah, exactly. Or what they would sometimes do is they then go back and share some of the bounty that they then got to like keep the government happy with things and what they'd done. And then also there's I read reading some stories around around where privateers thought actually this is too tempting, this is too much fun, and there's the, the gains are too big. So we're just going to switch from being a privateer and we're just going to become actual proper bri- uh, pirates and just do whatever we like. Wow. Yeah, sharing the booty. That's what they do, don't they? <laughs> all right so actually actually the first thing i searched this week is i searched a whole bunch of the, the things i mentioned at the start eye patches do they walk the plane did they have hooks etc 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 i think we would be remiss not to mention these real quick as we get to just rattle through some of them shall we yeah okay then so which one do you want to start with hooks hook hands first oh, yeah. thing i googled did pirates have hooks for hands like captain hook Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Turns out there's next to no historical evidence that hooks were commonplace among pirates. Ah, oh, boo. What? But surely <laughs> they are, though. Every fancy dress I've ever seen has got a hook for a hand. <laughs> so I did read, I did read what did happen, though. And we mentioned this when, like, before, Anna, we did an episode about anesthetic and anesthesia. Before anesthetic came out, they couldn't perform proper operations on people. So when these pirates inevitably got their hand tangled in a rope, or something, and they broke their wrist or their arm, it, if it got infected, they would die because they had no penicillin and they couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't yeah. fix it. So they would have to amputate. And then, they would, you know, if the pirate didn't die from infection from the amputation, which, by the way, took place by the chef or the carpenter on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's the person you'd want doing it, isn't it? Yeah, they'd be left with severe, like obviously a stump or, or whatever. And then uh, they might have had a hook fitted that there are there are reasons that it might have happened, but it wasn't necessarily commonplace or, or anything like that. No, no, absolutely not. Um, the other one that I quite liked who I was thinking of when I think of a pirate is that they have a parrot. So having a parrot oh, yeah. on, on their shoulder, like the captain, he's there with a parrot on his shoulder. Yeah. Turns out it's not always the case. There was yep, some agreed. evidence that they did have parrots from time to time, but the reason for it wasn't necessarily to have the parrot as a companion, and it certainly wouldn't be going off and trained to carry ropes or spy on other ships or anything. <laughs> it's very much that what they'd be doing is they get the pirate, they teach it to talk, which is a pretty cool novelty, and then when they then pulled into a port, you know, up the, the east coast of America or came back to Europe, They'd have this really exotic, colourful bird that could talk, and they'd then sell it. So it's yeah. like just a way of making more money that they would then have mm-hmm. a pirate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That they would then that they would then have a parrot. Okay, I could have mentioned this one with hooks, but I'll say it quickly. Peg legs, almost exactly the same as hooks. Like if a if a pirate broke his leg, they inevitably have to cut it off. 
because it just wouldn't heal and it would get infected and it would cut it off. So they might, may again might have had them from time to time, but like my my kids' Lego pirates have all got peg legs. <laughs> yeah, but all of them. But like, not every pirate had a peg leg. <laughs> and I I bet pretty much all of your Lego uh, pirates will also have an eye patch as well. Oh, this is interesting. This, I I like this. This is a good fact. This is almost going to be a takeaway, but I couldn't because we wouldn't have got around it. But Go I think I think that people naturally presume that pirates wear an eye patch because they lost their eye they got stabbed in the eye by a sword and they now don't have an eye exactly that's what people yeah. think don't they so that, that, I, I think that that makes sense turns out that isn't the case at all so that's the sort of the myth but what they did wear pirates or a lot of they did wear eye patches a lot of them but the reason for it and it seems quite ingenious it was to help them when they were fighting and jumping on another ship to allow them to go from above deck to below deck, where it would then be dark and they wouldn't be able to see, their eye under the patch was used to the dark. They could lift up the eye patch and then it would all be adjusted. So it's like having night vision almost for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'd maintain their night vision. You know, you know, in a dark room, your eyes adjust. Well, what they would do, yeah, yep. they'd cover their eye and then that eye would maintain its its night vision if you like and then when they're going up and down between high and even just on their ships as well when they're going up and down the ship itself um to make so they don't crash into stuff or whatever that's um, pretty cool yeah. though isn't it pretty cool yeah. to have thought that that i'm going to start covering this up and then yeah for when i then need to have night vision it's there and you imagine if you're being chased or you're chasing somebody else or you're going into below deck where it's dark you don't want to be jumped out on somebody else or whatever so yeah that's pretty cool around but, the eye patch but not because they got stabbed in the eye. No, 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 no. Um, what about walking the plank? Yeah. Uh, every plank. single pirate must have done that, absolutely. Every pirate ship I've built out of Lego has got a plank on it with sharks swimming around underneath it, every <laughs> single one. Have you ever drawn a pirate ship that doesn't have a plank on the end of it? No, no one ever has. That's not true, though, is it? That didn't no. really happen. <laughs> no, apparently, they, if they wanted to get rid of someone, they'd just throw them overboard. There's maybe one or two examples that have been cited in the past where there was a plank, but super, super rare. If they didn't want you on the ship for whatever reason, they wouldn't go through all the pomp and ceremony of walking you to the end of a plank. They'd just throw you over. And uh, just one more. They obviously bury their treasure and use maps with a cross on to then go and find it like 10 years later or something. That happens because <laughs> that certainly happens. <laughs> not really <laughs> no that didn't happen either <laughs> not, they did they certainly didn't have maps buried their treasure they would it might have come from this if they robbed a ship of its goods and stuff they would take like nautical maps so yeah. maps were important to pirates and they would take them and keep them and they would keep them safe but they weren't maps showing them where treasure were they were like maps of coastlines and stuff like that so they, they would know where to go more so than going looking for treasure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, we'll come on to it a bit more about, but if they got treasure, they'd then use it. And yeah. quite, quite often on these ships, it wasn't actually treasure that they would then steal. But we'll, we'll come on to that in a bit. And I think maybe um, the, the, the last thing from me is around the way that they talk. Everybody knows, oh, the landlubbers. Yeah, me hearties are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, why are What's that joke? Why are pirates scary? Because they are. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, something like that. Yeah, that's how they speak, though, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Every, every single pirate ever, 
has spoken that way, haven't they? With a, like a, an English West Country accent. Yeah, yeah. If we've got any listeners from Bristol, all pirates sound like they're from Bristol. Yeah, yeah. Which is an amazing um, part of the world. Big fan of Bristol. Yeah. Uh, no, they don't speak like even though no, not no evidence at all to back that. Uh, that's not true. So where's this come from then? We must have mentioned seven or eight things there that definitely all pirates have. And it was really interesting. Probably the the biggest thing we'll remember at the end of this series. Why do we think they are like that? It's because of Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There, they made a film, didn't they? Um, the book was, I think the famous book is Treasure Island from 1800 and something. They made it into a film in 1950, I think. That's right. And basically, yeah, all of those things we mentioned were sort of perpetrated. Uh, perpetrated, that might be the wrong word. Uh, you know, they put all those things into their film. Yeah. And it just it just caught on to, like, cultural expectations of pirates yeah. from there yeah, on in. Yeah, that's right. And so, yeah, it was um, the, the book, yeah, Treasure Island was, yeah, written... Yeah, 1883, 1881, as you were saying, by someone called Robert Stevenson. And then the actor for the Disney film Treasure Island was Robert Newton. And he played Long John Silver, which is probably a pirate name that loads of people have have heard about. And he just added in loads of R's and shiver me timbers and landlubbers, just saying this all the time. And yeah, obviously caught. And like you say, obviously Lego liked the sound of that as well. So they made all of their pirates look a certain way. They always put a plank on the side of their ship. Cartoons then portrayed it in a certain way. We then had had Pirates of the Caribbean with Jack Sparrow. Yeah, literally was just about to come out of my mouth. You know, all of those films, they're all Disney films as well. And they're all, you know, they're portraying the pirates almost exactly the same way. You know, I read stuff like about what they wear and we, we picture it in films and then it wasn't really like that. Like they, they would wear, you know, they didn't have to dress like that. A lot of them would dress really smart, apparently. Yeah. Because like, like you were saying, a lot of them have come out of the Navy. A lot of pirates are, are like they've lived on ships. So they, they would dress like how they used to dress, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, a whole load of myths that started by Disney and is being perpetuated today. And yeah, even that was my thinking before we, we started this week. But it, it might be quite good then just to talk a little bit about... What was life like a pirate like then? So was it was it like what we saw on on films and in cartoons and stuff? Yeah, I mean, quite similar, isn't it? Like the stuff like I've read about things they eat, for example. Like I was like, do they? Do they what is this grog thing that they, oh, I'll get my grog and my rum or whatever and ale and all that stuff? And what was it they were eating? And it, that that actually was quite similar because you know they'd have to eat like we were saying, like dried meat, cured meat, so that so that would all get loaded up on the ship like cheeses would all get, you know, stuff that would last a little while. They've not got fridges, have they? <laughs> no, they'd salt everything, wouldn't they? Everything would get yeah. super salted so that it would last longer. They would take, some of them would, would likely have taken chickens on board, maybe even cows on some of the bigger ships that could then be killed and eaten, obviously, when they eventually went out of stuff. But, yeah, the drink, the grog was the, the was really interesting. Because so, do you want to say what grog is? Yeah, it's... <laughs> It was the way the excuse was to make water safer. It's basically dump yeah. a load of rum into some uh, some of the barrels of water. You put a load of sugar in, a load of lemon juice, mix it all together, and then you end up with this grog, which is obviously alcoholic. And so a lot of them were were drunk a lot of the time. 
Yeah. Well, so it was because the water would like, you know, if you leave water out for long enough, it's going to go moldy and like algae is going to form on it yeah. and stuff. And they would have these barrels of this water that after a little while sloshing around have like this green film on the top. Yeah. And then I know what to do. Let's run a bunch of alcohol, get rid of that, you know, mix it all up. And then we'll just be smashed drinking that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Um, as yeah. uh, in, in terms of life expectancy for pirates, it was often a very short-lived life. Loads of pirates like lost their lives during battles or they became ill and passed away or as you said they would get infections and stuff. So did you did you see how long like the life expectancy for a pirate was? Well, I'd read it's like in the 30s. But like I don't know how long that would have meant they were pirates for. Like like what time do they get on the boat? Like do you know what I mean? Like uh, they would yeah, die yeah, yeah. quite like like uh, you know in their 30s but how long is that as a pirate so so the life expectancy when you then decide to make this career choice and lo- as we were saying loads of people they would either come out of the the navy not know what to do or you know around those times 1650 to 1720 london was getting overcrowded and people were thinking right i don't want to be in london anymore i'm going to go somewhere else and and be this this pirate um so yeah the life expectancy was 2 years wow I think they had a good time. They had a good time for two years, but life expectancy was was not great. Maybe. And so then, and then what, what were they like? They're floating around the sea trying to rob other boats. What are they trying to rob them of? Like, yeah. Like what, what, it kind of just been pieces of eight, pieces (laughs) of eight, which by the way, are are Spanish. They were Spanish silver pesos. Like in Spain, they they um, printed loads of these silver coins, which became known as pieces of eight, yeah. uh, or gold doubloons. Gold doubloons, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah golden, the something. golden version of it. Um, but yeah, uh, did you read about like the sort of stuff they were they would they would they would try and steal? Yeah, the highest prizes were the non-perishable stuff like gold and silver and jewels. But actually, a lot of the time, the things they would steal would be clothes or rope or medical yeah. supplies. Uh, or other weapons so you know yeah. sugars and spices and then the purpose of then having it is it's not necessarily to use it all they would then go and sell it themselves wouldn't they yeah 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 and um so this is where the the myth about burying their treasure is it, you, you can eliminate like they, they 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 needed to sell stuff to like survive so they would never have buried it they would have gone to these safe haven these ports and they'd have been really good for the economy of these ports you know all these pirates are coming in and they've got all this stuff they want to trade or sell or spend if they've got coins so in the ports you know all these bars would open up and hotels and brothels and casinos and you know things that the pirates could then use um but yeah they, they would they would come on to land and then and then essentially trade trade up yeah absolutely and they'd yeah there's no point burying a boatload of sugar is there there's no point burying things that are just going to rot or, or disappear so yeah yeah but there's there's no point in uh, in doing that uh, sometimes sometimes they would just steal the whole ship if, if yeah. the ship was better you know just upgrade oh that ship's bigger than us better than us we'll have one of them <laughs> like, just take the whole ship <laughs> that's great so, we, so we've been saying about the the pirates and it sounds pretty lawless it sounds like they you know just go around do whatever they want they'll be you know really violent steal things off other ships but interestingly 
they were really loyal and had to live by a code, a pirate code, didn't they? To try and instill some sort of rules to make sure that people stayed in check. Yeah. Yeah. They had like, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, um, what's, what's those laws called in America that they've got on that thing? The constitution. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like a constitution. Yeah. And it, they, they varied obviously between from ship to ship, but there is a, a, like if you search online, there is a pretty standard version. One of them is stuff like this. If any, if any man shall steal a thing in the company or game to the value of a piece of eight, he shall be marooned or shot. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's not good. Is so it? Maroon, marooning, marooning to leave on a desert Island, essentially. They, and what they would do is they leave them on an Island with some rum and a, like a gun and a single bullet. Yeah. Quite often. You decide you, you make the choice. That's a, that's a tricky one. Some other stuff that I was reading about uh, in particular of a, a captain called Bartholomew Roberts. He introduced things where he was saying there was a curfew yeah. Lights out at 8 p.m. Everyone must go to bed. Other yeah. things like no gambling is allowed or even saying yeah. that each crew member must clean his own weapon. Um, no punching or kicking each other whilst on board the ship. So there's there's all of these, these rules. And if you were to break any of them, you would then end up um, yeah, getting the, the repercussions from it. Yeah, if at any time you meet a prudent woman, that man that offers to meddle with her without her consent shall suffer present death. Ouch. Yeah. Good. Yeah. A key one yeah. about their their code, though, that they had was what they would then do with their loot. So what, what they're then doing once they've then yeah. stolen all of this stuff to keep it nice and fair and equitable and... What they what they did is they they agreed to have an equal share of the treasure, didn't they? And when I say treasure, you know that that could be, you know, cloth or sugar or whatever it might be. But they they agreed to have an equal share. But I read I read that the captain would normally get double what a single crew member would get. So I read slightly different, but I mean we must there'll be a yeah. But the captain would get more. I read the cap this one. The captain would have one full share and a half. The master carpenter. Boatswain and gunner should all have one share and a quarter. Then everyone else has one share. Nice. So like slightly, but you know, they'd all agreed this beforehand. So you know, like you're saying, like this lawlessness within the boat itself was actually quite did you read about like if they if they suffered and we're talking about amputations and things like that? If they suffered an amputation, then they would they would be rewarded with like 40 pieces of eight or something like that. Like there was a set number. Yeah, it was it was almost that the you know the pirates came up with arguably some of the first instances of private medical care of like <laughs> yeah. looking after looking after people who have been injured and like paying out for them and stuff um yeah and, and making sure that that they then look after their own type thing but yeah on on a pirate ship you'd often be on there for months or you know even years and you've mentioned you know a few of the other roles that you have there so you know we've mentioned a chef and a carpenter and stuff but they did often have um, some form of entertainment as well. So they then have people who would then do plays or play music and just yeah. make sure that it, it kept the, the crew's spirits up. Because they spend a lot of time just at sea, floating around, yep. waiting to find another ship. You know, it's not like they're raiding ships every five minutes. You know, every week they're raiding someone. Um, yeah, uh, there's some pretty famous pirates, isn't there? Some, oh, some yeah. more so than others. 
Um, you know, I mean, the, the most famous one that if I had to name a pirate, if I tell everybody just to think now, you've all thought of Blackbeard, haven't you? <laughs> right. And that was actually a person. Blackbeard was a real pirate. You know, like you said, Long John Silver, that was from a book that yep. turned into a, a, a film. Blackbeard was legit a guy called Edward Teach or Edward Thatch. Um, he was a notorious pirate operating in the West Indies. Um, he would he would put like slow burning fuses in his beard and then light them so that his beard would all be smoking, which is I read was pretty cool. That pretty intimidating. Crazy, yeah, uh, yeah. To to intimidate other ships or, or other people, he would yeah be <laughs> be looking like he was smoking, like physically smoking, like he's on fire type thing. And he's when whenever you see him, he's got this his black beard. He's got this huge black beard. Um, you know, lots of hair and yeah, quite an intimidating figure figure, but he was also super ruthless as well. And some of the things that he would then do to people who crossed him, you know, was super brutal um, with any did, ships. Did you read about keel hauling talking about brutal things? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. That sounds absolutely. So I couldn't quite understand it. What it exactly meant. I, from what I could read, it meant you tied someone to a rope. And then the rope went underneath the boat from one end to the other end. But from and one side to the other, from, from the port side to the starboard side or the other way around. Oh, okay. And then, and then you would, so they basically get dunked under the water and then they'd yep. get pulled up the other side of the boat and come out the other side. That's but right. Is they're going under the boat? They're smashing into the boat. They were saying like barnacles are super strong, super sharp. They're yes. basically slicing them up as they're going yeah. under. And then if they came out the other side alive, great but if they didn't so what that's a pretty horrific punishment isn't it absolutely awful horrendous yeah more often than not people would drown rather than actually making it through uh, but yeah got super cut up you um side of the boat talking, talking of famous pirates you mentioned bartholomew roberts just then you know he was one of the most successful pirates he captured over 400 ships apparently which which is a very high amount of ships apparently to have captured <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do we? We've got nothing to base that on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where to um, where, where to get like four hundred. Is that a lot? Sounds doesn't sound like much, does it? Well, I, I read that yeah, Blackbeard at, at one point had three hundred pirates that he commanded and had you know a couple couple of ships on the go. But there's there's one called Ching Shi, which was a female Chinese pirate, and. Okay. She she originally started off as um, being married to a pirate, so there there were two of them, and he unfortunately died, and she took over. But she's considered to be the pirate who's commanded the most ships. So I was reading that wow. she had over a thousand ships at one point and forty thousand pirates under her control, and they caused absolute terror um, over in off the, the the seas of china um but the government decided to call to hold an amnesty and said that what they'll do is rather than doing you in for all of these uh, crimes that you've caught we'll have an amnesty you can come and set up on land so she decided to do it she set up a casino and then lived out her life being the the leader of a casino and she died at the age of 69 wow that's Which a lot is, she lasted longer than two years then yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she she sounded brutal as well, what she would do to people. I read about the biggest haul, like, of, of a pirate, you know, single, like, ship, uh, I don't know what the word would be, like, you know, the, the single most amount of stuff somebody got. 
In 1721, a pirate called John Taylor and Olivia Labouche, together, their two pirate ships boarded a Portuguese treasure ship and they took 500,000 pounds of diamonds and about 400,000 pounds of general cargo, right? Wow. So about 900,000 pounds, which is a lot. But what, in today's money, that's a quarter of a billion pounds. A billion? A quarter of a billion in one go. 250 million in one go off of one ship. Wow, that is nuts. That is absolutely yeah, Amazing. that's a lot, isn't it? That's like, yeah. that's like, that must be like raiding a, you know, a security truck that drives between banks. Is that like just taking one of them and like getting it? All? <laughs> I think, yeah. Like, Something why like was that. this ship bumbling around Portugal with all of the, like hundreds <laughs> of millions of pounds worth of like diamonds on it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. One of the things that I then um, stumbled across and just made me think was around the weapons that were on the ship as well. And you always hear about cannons and, you know, pirates, ships, they have their cannons and they'd be firing their cannons. But an obvious thing to then think of is if you're trying to steal things on a ship, you don't want to sink it. Yeah, so okay. You don't want to blast a massive hole in the side of it so that you then can't actually get the goods off it. So it's quite rare for them to ever really use their cannons. And then the other thing is the type of ships that they were then going after and stealing were merchant ships. So they're, they're not going to be guarded really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then the other thing with, with the pirate ships is sometimes a misconception that they would have these enormous, enormous ships. Instead, they'd have slightly smaller but faster ships to then catch up with the big ones or allow themselves to be a bit more, more nimble to then to then get away if they were ever being chased um from somebody else so yeah it sort of made sense but with, with the cannons yeah they were they, they weren't very reliable you'd need to get within about 150 meters for them to be any good to fire them and they'd take about 10 minutes to reload one of them mm. and the recoil was absolutely enormous i read one of the weapons they used is something called a chain shot which was two cannonballs tied together by a chain and then it would fire and it would wrap round the mast of the ship and it would take the sail down Yep. I mean, imagine two cannibals with a chain. It would just basically slice off the mast. Obviously, you've got to be a hell of a shot to get that to work. <laughs> Bobbing like, down, it, up and down on the sea. My <laughs> goodness me, that would be a lucky shot. But obviously, that was one of the things they'd be firing. Um, uh, and yeah, then, they would have the, the curly swords. It's called a cutlass. Cutlass, yes. They were useful because of like the close quarter combat, and they'd be like below deck, and there'd not be much room to swing a sword, and it being curvy made it quite easy. Made it easy to manoeuvre around the boat as well. Um, just the curviness of it helped basically, but yes, essentially a sword, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, and cause yeah, gunpowder was too unreliable. So it's not like guns of today. They'd be, if they had a musket or a pistol, they would then probably get one shot and then it would take them a few minutes to reload it to then press down all the gunpowder before they could then use that gun again. So the likes of Blackbeard, who you were talking about earlier, Apparently, he would have up to six pistols on a um, like on a belt from his shoulder to his waist type thing. I don't yeah, know how you okay. describe it, like a yeah. like going around him, so that he'd have at least six shots that he could then fire pretty quickly. He looked like Rambo then. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Any other um, trivia? No, I've got a nice takeaway though. If you want me to tell you my takeaway, a little just one little bonus fact. Go on all. then, let us know. What is your two guys one topic takeaway? The term booty. Okay. I've said it a few times. 
We meant they'd be pirate booty. Where did that come from? That came from a, this dead simple today. That came from a French word, boutin, or, or it's B-U-T-I-N. And as I've already mentioned today, I don't know how to read French. So I don't know if that's pronounced boutin or boutin. That meant plunder or spoils. That word means the, the spoils of the spoils of war, if you like. Okay. So they would get their Bhutan, which is like spoils, off of all these ships, and then Bhutan eventually became booty. And uh, that's where the word came from. That's your booty. Mm, they are your like spoils it. of war. I like it. No, that's good. I'll tell you mine. So my two guys, one topic takeaway this week is about the famous flag. So what's, okay. what's, a, what's a pirate flag? How would you describe it? Skull and crossbones. Yeah, exactly. That's what everyone thinks about. And do you even know the name of it? Uh, it's the Jolly Roger. Completely. I actually so, didn't know that. So the, so the Jolly Roger. So where, where does the name Jolly Roger come from? What does it mean? No idea. Happy. Nope. Somebody happy. Nobody no one knows. knows. <laughs> no, no one knows the meaning behind. It's been lost. The meaning of the Jolly Roger has been lost, uh, like the origins. No one knows how and why it came up. So centuries ago, you used to have a red flag that would go up during naval warfare to sign that they'd write, there's no mercy, we're coming on. We're going to be fighting here and giving it our all and capture and try and kill everybody on there. And then what pirates did is they then came up with their own flag and they called it the the Jolly Rouge or Rouge. The Jolly Rouge. More French. Yeah, which we're not very good at, which was pretty red. That's what that meant. So rather than a red flag. Um, but they're not really sure if that then translated into Jolly Roger, because some other people say that Jolly Roger is a term for the devil. So we're coming, we're going to be causing mayhem, being a bit like the devil. So we're going to put our flag up called the Jolly Roger. But yeah, no one really knows. Some other pirates had different variations of it. Blackbeard didn't use the, the skull and crossbones. He had somebody uh, like a skeleton pirate stabbing someone else <laughs> as his son. <laughs> so uh, yeah, pretty ruthless. But yeah, that's my two guys, one topic takeaway. Bit like the Oscars then. Nobody knows where that came from either. Exactly. Go and listen to that episode if you want to. <laughs> right. Well, that sums up Series 8, Episode 1, Pirates. Pretty interesting. Turns out, most of what you think about Pirates is because of Disney. That's all you need to learn about this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. It's not <laughs> true. <laughs> Everything that we know, but it's good fun. Yeah, good to good to get into it this week. Yeah, super interesting. Uh, and really good to be back at the start of Series 8. Yeah, so hopefully you've enjoyed that episode, Series 8, Episode 1. If you have... We'd love to know your thoughts. Send us a message on any of the social media platforms at Two Guys One Topic. Um, but we will be back next week with another episode. So hopefully we'll speak to a lot of you then. But until then, get out there arr, and share some <laughs> land loving pirate knowledge. <laughs>